welcome 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 back to jesus in my 20s podcast this is your host pacific mugabo it is such a joy it is such an honor to be back here recording another episode of this great podcast that god has given us i give him glory and honor all of this will not be possible without him so let's thank him and wherever you are i invite you to pay attention to learn with me to be challenged and to grow as we continue to dive deeper into the word of god and the topic for this episode is going to be about the consequences of sin I know that this is a topic that many need to hear. So if you have a friend or someone who has had questions about this, or even someone that you just thought of, I encourage you to send them this episode. The Word of God is so powerful and it is able to change so many things. So don't despise what you can do just by simply sending a link to someone. God bless you so much. Let's dive right into it. And the reason why I wanted to record this episode is because I believe that a lot of times when we sin, we think that it's a minor thing. We think that disobeying God is minor. I'm talking about people who are still in the world or who just got saved and they just have this, you know, simple view of the gospel or they don't even know what God's standard is. They just go ahead and they sin because they don't realize what impact and consequence it's going to have on them. And I once heard a preacher say this and it stayed with me. He said that, you know, the devil would tell you about all the great things about sin, but he would not tell you about the consequences of sin. Nobody, no one on this earth is excluded from the consequences of sin. Anytime you sin, you are going to face negative consequences. They're not beautiful. Some of them are more tragic than others, but with every sin, there is always a consequence. There is always something that has to happen on this earth. There is no one on this earth who has ever sinned and then walked away and said wow what a beautiful life everybody walks away with baggage with things to figure out with things to you know detangle themselves from so sin is a big deal it's not a small cute little thing that you can play with it comes with consequences and one thing that god has done with us is that he has given us the choice you know he has given us the choice to choose between good and evil. No one, you know, on this earth who operates according to God's will doesn't force their will on on another person. So if we're talking about the perfect picture of how God created things, is that every single one of us will have a will and we get to choose between good and wrong. And because we are guided by the Holy Spirit, we choose good. But because we live in a fallen nature, in a fallen state, we most likely choose bad by our own will and sometimes someone else may impose their will so that you end up going the wrong way even if god wanted you to go the right way but because someone else forced you let's say for example you got raped it's something you got involved in that overrode your will you didn't have a choice in those things you know so 
when we talk about sin, there is sin that we do that is voluntary, that comes from us because of our will, exercising our will. And then there are other times that we find ourselves being oppressed and going in the way of sin, not because we choose to, but because someone else chooses for us and makes us go the wrong way. So it's such a broad topic and, you know, it covers a lot of things. But one thing with sin is that it always comes with consequences. That is the common denominator, the common factor that happens to everybody, regardless of age, education, money, anything that you have seen will always come with consequences that you have to deal with. And you know, the consequences of sin can manifest themselves in terms of sickness. You know, if you're having sex outside of marriage, let's say, for example, you're having sex with multiple people, you will get pregnant or you will catch a disease. There is something that's going to happen to your body that was not designed for it to be like that. And, you know, even people who are involved in sin will get addicted or sometimes, you know, people lose money or even you have strained relationships with your loved ones. There's sin always brings these things into our lives. And, you know, a lot of times people deal with just the physical effects of sin. Let's say, for example, you spent a night out and you were drinking crazily and you woke up with a hangover. You know what to do to fix that hangover. You know what to do. And if you've been smoking, you know that your lungs are being affected. You know what to do, you know, to stop or to, you know, take pills. But what people don't realize is that sin doesn't just have effects on your body. It also has effects on your soul. And, you know, a lot of people may begin to feel like I have this emptiness in me that I can't seem to shake off. I have this lack of peace. I just feel like I'm not myself. And they just, you know, ignore it. But if you really trace the root of the issue, it's connected to some sin that has happened in your life. Because, you know, sin isn't just leaving imprints on your body. It's also leaving imprints on your soul, changing the way you think, changing the way you feel about yourself you know making it harder for you to leave that sin because now it's going to take over your will and start to pressure you and you are no longer going to be the one that decides what to do the sin will control your life it will demand your life if you've ever watched someone who's addicted to pornography You know, they start out, you know, saying, let me just go watch this and enjoy for a moment. And then at some point in their lives, that scene takes over that even when they don't want to watch pornography, their body demands it. So sin has this enslaving nature that is so dangerous that we have to really, really be careful about. And, you know, when I look back at different sins that I've committed in my life, one thing is very common among those sins is that I lacked self-control. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 25, verse 28, that a city whose walls are broken through, is a, it's like a person who lacks self-control. You know, when we begin to sin, one thing that we do in the moment is that we say, I want to enjoy And if I want to enjoy, I can't control myself. Of course, I'm allowed to go do these things. I'm just going to go and do them. And one thing that the devil takes away from you when you're involved in sin is that, you know, 
reflective nature of sitting down and saying, am I doing the right things? Am I really, really behaving in the right way? Am I saying the right things? Am I proud of the person that I am? But even if you think about those things, you you don't have the control that you need to stop doing what you're involved in. You find yourself, you know, falling, getting back up, falling. You just don't have that self-control because sin goes against your self-control. Sin, you know, if you if you make the choice to be involved in sin, your self-control leaves immediately because if you were self-controlled, there are things that you wouldn't be involved in. You know, when I give my testimony of how I stopped drinking alcohol, a lot of people tell me, wow, I really desire to do the same, but I can't. And that's because they don't have the self-control that they need. And self-control is a gift from God. It's not something that you can find in this world that we live in. It's not something that you can go to school. Even if you try to discipline your body, you always fail. Self-control only comes from God. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit, as it tells us in the Bible. So when you lack self-control, it's like you're having a city that is broken through. And, you know, when you when uh, when this um, verse was written it was in the old testament where cities were protected by walls so if a wall was broken down that means that intruders could come in that people that the country didn't want to come in could come in easily because the wall was broken down so it's telling you that if you lack self-control there is no protective barrier in your life. And that's why, you know, you will commit a minor sin. And the more you do it, then you find yourself being entangled with so many different things. And your world opens up to so many bad things that you can't get yourself out of. Because sin ushers the devil in. And, you know, as the Bible tells us, demons are <laughs> very, very strange creatures. It does, one demon doesn't just come in. He brings his friends to come in as well so you you thought you were just having sex outside of marriage and that's a demon that you 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 know you are allowed to enter into your life that is a that is a door that you open for the devil to come in and because of that the devil comes in with other things now you're pregnant now you take out the kid now you know you become a murderer before god's eyes then you do other things then you lie then it just keeps piling up and piling up and piling up that's why you find someone involved in sin so entangled with so many different activities that are killing them and that seem to overpower them because they are like a city that is broken through as the Bible is telling us here. So if you feel like you're in a season where you can't control what's happening in your life, where you can't control the outcome of different things, where you feel like you know you just keep getting worse and worse and worse, the root is sin. And, and what sin has done in your life is that he has taken over and now you have no self-control. You are a city with walls that are broken through but i have good news god is able to you know to rebuild that wall for you the bible tells us that the peace of god will guard our minds and our hearts in christ jesus christ jesus 
acts as the wall for you. He protects your mind. He protects your heart. So that if the devil comes against you, Jesus stands against him and he tells him, away from this child for she or he is mine. But if you don't have that protective barrier, the devil can come in and bring in more and more things that he wants. You know, you find someone just that, you know, starting to be addicted to pornography, then they get involved in so many different things. And it all came from just one thing. But that one thing ushered in millions of millions of different spirits that are trying to bring you down. So I want to encourage you today to, you know, get back up and ask God to come into your heart because he comes in with self-control and protection for your life. And one other thing that sin takes away from us is strength. You know, life is so difficult. There is no other way around it. Life is filled with trials and tribulations, ups and downs. No one is excluded from it. Everybody faces battles every single day. This life is not perfect. Even the person that you think has the most money, they are facing issues. You see rich people committing suicide. Life is not easy. And because life is not easy, this strength that we have as human beings fail us so many times. And because of that, we cannot rely on our own strength. We have to rely on the strength of the Almighty God. But if you have been sinning and rebelling against God, what strength will you have, will you get when you're in those moments where you're so down and you're so weighed down by the earth? What will you do? Because you you have no other strength to rely on except for the Lord's strength. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3, it says, The Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. God is the one who strengthens and protects us from the evil one. You know, a lot of times people involve themselves in sin and they think that the devil is happy with them and they're, you know, he's, they think the devil is their best friend. And, you know, people even make songs, oh, I was dancing with the devil. But the devil is an enemy of mankind. He is not here to help you out. He is not here to give you good things. The devil came to kill to steal and to destroy even if he tells you oh come and do just you know enjoy and have fun and he tells you that it's a lie he's called the father of lies behind what he's you know telling you to do there is a consequence that's going to catch you off guard there is something that you have to deal with there is not no such a thing as a blessing from the devil it's a curse all the time so when God is telling us in this verse that he is the one who protects us from the evil one, it's not something that we can take for granted. The evil one is against you and he's throwing stones, he's throwing weapons against you. Who will protect you if you've been sinning and you don't want to get right with God? You will always fall down because the devil will always, always attack you. You can bet on that. You can bet on that. But if you're in Christ, you can bet on God's protection. That's why you will see Christians go through the hardest trials, but they have strength and they have joy and they're walking as if, you know, they don't even think about what's happening. It's because they're not relying on 
on themselves. They are relying on one who is stronger and bigger. And I'm here to tell you, don't despair. Don't go through life trying to figure things out, you know, being weighed down by life. I want to encourage you to draw near to God because he is drawing near to you and he will help you carry all those burdens that sin tries to put on you, that the devil tries to put on you. Hallelujah. And I want to also talk to you about temptations. In this life, you will face temptations. You know, men are faced with temptations every single day when it comes to lust. You find, you know, a man being married to the most beautiful woman there is, having children who are smart, you know, having money, having a great job. They're just having the best life there is. Then all of a sudden they go to work one day and then one woman is interested in the in the husband and it comes out of the blue. The woman is more beautiful than his wife and he she tempts him. Because the man has no strength from the Lord, he's going to fall. Same thing with the woman. Even if you even when you go to work and you're tempted to cheat, you're tempted to steal money, you're a student, you're tempted to cheat on your tests. There are so many temptations that surround us every day. You go to a store, you're tempted to steal. The only one that helps you to overcome temptations is not yourself. It's not your moral conduct. It's not your mother's, you know, lessons or your father's lessons. It's not society. It is God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you're tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Unless God is on your side. There is no way you're going to be able to fight through a temptation and win. (laughs) Bet on this. This is the truth. Temptations will come. They will knock you down. Another temptation will come. It will knock you down. Because you don't have enough stamina and strength in yourself to fight against temptation. That's why you will see people question themselves. What's wrong with me? How did I do this thing? And I'm so like, I did it wrong again. I, you know, I made my parents sad. I made my siblings sad. I made, you know, people sad. Now I feel shame and guilt. I can't control what I'm going through. It's because you have no strength to resist temptation. This is a gift that only God can bestow. This is something that happens only when you're in relationship with God. So I want to encourage you. If you've been feeling like you just don't have any control in your life and you're just, you know, being knocked down by every temptation that comes your way go to God go to God these are consequences of sin but God is faithful to wash you and to cleanse you and to give you the strength and to give you a way out of your temptations you will look temptation in the eye and you will know which way to go because God has done that for you hallelujah And I want to leave you with this story that really touched my heart. It is the story of David. When David was tempted, he fell and he slept with another man's wife. And after that, the child that, you know, the woman 
the, the, um, he impregnated the woman and that child died. That was the first consequence of his sin. And he killed the husband of the wife that he slept with. Then David's life changed and God was so faithful to him to announce to him that this is what's going to happen because you rebelled against me and slept with another man's wife. He sinned against God by sleeping with another man's wife and by killing the husband of that wife. And in 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 11, a prophet of God told this to David. He told him, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against you out of your own house, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor, and he shall lie with your wives in the sight of this son. Guys, I want you to go to chapter 13. Trouble just started coming out of David's house. God told him that your own house will be against you. First thing, his eldest son raped his daughter. They were half siblings. That was the first trouble. Then his other son kills the eldest son. That is the second trouble. Then that son tries to take the throne from his father. He starts to cheat and to lie. And he tries a coup d'etat against his own dad. And that was only because of the sins of his father. So I'm here to tell you, don't take it lightly. Sin is not something that you should be involved in just casually. Realize that there is no such a thing as a neutral consequence when it comes to sin. It's always negative and it's always killing stealing and destroying you and i want to encourage you today don't think that the devil is here to make your life better the devil is here to kill your life and know that god is faithful he gives us strength against the devil he gives us you know self-control he gives us stamina to stand faithfully before him because his spirit resides in us and if his spirit resides in us we are no longer bound to sin we have been freed from it so today you don't have any excuse to say that these things are too hard God is able to help you and to deliver you out from all these temptations and these attacks from the enemy. Just turn to him and renounce and repent from sinful ways. And God will do a mighty work as he has done it for many of us. He will also do it for you. God bless you so, so much. This is Jesus in my 20s podcast with your host, Pacific Mugawo.